Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. Co-hosted by the inquisitive public speaking champion, Mike McVeigh, and energy economics and technology expert, Matt Jensen. Join us as we explore all things energy, economic, tech, and political, and how they will affect our future. Well, it said five seconds, and all of a sudden, it just went to recording. That's so weird. I guess it froze on my camera. Yes, this is what we're talking about, my camera tonight. Um, (laughs) uh, So, Matt... You know how everybody tells us that we're too quiet and that um, we need to speak up more, that we just need to quit being quiet. Well, I thought maybe we could talk about something similar to that called quiet quitting. What, what's this Mike? It's a new fad. No. (laughs) So I don't know exactly what started it, but there's this, (laughs) this sounds really bad uh, because I'm just thinking historically automatically before I even tell you what it is, but quiet quitting is where people um, generally, if they get off at five o'clock in the afternoon, they quit at five o'clock in the afternoon and they don't bring their work home with them until they go in at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock the next morning. And then they work Um, some more dramatic versions or drastic versions is that, a few people um, have actually quit their job because their work was asking them to work more hours without being compensated um, for hourly jobs. Like overtime? Uh, yeah. Like overtime or comp time. Um, and that they're, that the work they're So it, like if basically, even though you might have a sick day or a um, annual leave coming up, uh, that you take that time and then they expect you to make it up in addition to your time. But um, it's a, I struggle with even talking about it like in this concept because it just cracks me up that, um, you know, if you have a job that says you're supposed to work 40 hours a week, why anybody at all would expect you to work more than 40 hours? <laughs> I've always had those jobs. <laughs> Were they, were they treated you like crap or something? No, that, uh, that, you know, expectation of long hours and. You did know. you ever have a, did you ever have a 40, like an actual hourly 40 hour a week job? Uh, like I guess so, but <laughs> you guess so. <laughs> a lot of them, I, I worked more than 40 hours. So, well, like what business, I know you worked for your family company. Yeah. Um, and you're a consultant now and stuff. Um, have you ever had like a job at like the grocery store or pharmacy or anything? Uh, let's see. I've worked installing sprinklers. I've done roofs. Uh, let's see. Done a lot of like more manual stuff. I've done legal stuff, like kind of like intern jobs. And if you worked more than 40 hours, they didn't compensate you anyway, or let you come in late the next day or anything. I mean, uh, it just kind of depends. Like if the work's there, you kind of do it. (laughs) 
Everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess I've not had very many jobs that they expected you to stay late. In fact, most of the jobs I have, and I've never worked for a union um, based job. So I want to make sure that part is clear. <laughs> uh, my first job was for Sonic and there's no way in the world you could even work 40 hours for that Sonic unless you were the owner. So that was never a problem. Um, then I worked for Eckerd and the hours were usually either the uh, drug drugstore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Walgreens former <laughs> before Walgreens bought them out. Um, Eckerd pharmacy, Eckerd drug. Um, and I worked as a cashier and I love that job. Uh, during the summer or spring break and stuff, I would work 40 hours. I'd try to get as close to 40 hours as I could. They'd usually cut us off at 38. Yeah. Um, so that way there was no chance of us going over. And then we knew ahead of time, like if we were going to work over 40 hours, we were actually had to be told, I think like a week in advance or something. Um, and we knew we were going to get paid time and a half. Like it wasn't, there was no surprise. Like, Oh, even when like we had a big truck or a, yeah. uh, a grand opening and stuff. Um, then I worked for Brahms. Brahms let me work overtime, but they, you know, as long as I was working, they didn't care, but that wasn't ever required because there were several people that would leave um, early Mardell, they never let you do 40. Uh, well, I was part-time, so that's why they never let me do 40. Yeah, I don't, I, I, most you've, of the jobs you've I've worked had, a lot of places. I, I did. That's one reason why I was considered a dangerous person because they were afraid that, um, <laughs> I would, um, like I wouldn't be a steady employee. Um, <laughs> and now, you know, I just celebrated 10 years, by the way, at my, um, my workplace, not just my work job, same job. Yeah. Um, and I, in fact, out of that 10 years, only one and a half years of it, did they ever expect me to work more than 40 hours a week? Wow. That's um, amazing. Which is one of the reasons why I got out of that specific position. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they weren't compensating properly for it. <laughs> Yeah. So I guess I know everybody's curious about my work history. Um, I've never been the one that, you know, as soon as it at four fifty nine that I'm putting all my stuff up, I, I would generally work till five o'clock or whatever the closing time is. But, um, a lot of people I've worked with in the past, if five o'clock was the closing time, they would be preparing as early as four o'clock. Like, Oh, well, there's only an hour left at work. I guess I need to, go to the restroom and start cleaning up my desk. <laughs> um, and then they're going to leave at four or five o'clock, but, um, you know, at four fifty nine, you just beat the rush by a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's four thirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's not necessarily the greatest example. I, I, I guess I've had a couple jobs that were definitely not hourly and it was, you know, when you get the job done, then you're done. And I've never had a problem with those jobs. Um, but I've also worked a lot of retail type places that, um, like they would scream at you if you get close to 40. I worked for Walmart two different times. Um, you did even during like, um, Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff, when you had to be there during Thanksgiving day, there was no way in the world you were going to work more than, um, 40 hours, zero minutes. If you worked a minute huh. over, you would actually get written up. Um, several of these kinds of companies. 
which is why I've always struggled with the whole people getting mad at Walmart and stuff for making work on Thanksgiving, but that's a whole other subject. Um, yeah, I've, I've had only a couple jobs that have ever actually required me to work, but there was an understanding even at the time you're going to work until the project is finished. It's, it's a deadline based job or whatever. It's not, yeah. um, I've never, I don't, maybe, and maybe I'm just unaware of all, everybody else's job, but there's this, I, I am assuming you have read about this or at least heard about this quiet quitting. Yeah. Well, like I've seen a headline about it that people are kind of checking out basically. Yeah. Until uh, they get fired. Well, fired or quit. Um, yeah. But I guess, and the reason why this bothers me, like the quiet quitting itself, like I don't have a problem with someone leaving at their designated time, as long as they're not like, <laughs> you know, if, if something's about to fall, I mean, at least secure it before you leave. But other than dangerous type situations, I don't have any issue with that. But there's now a part where you agree to work for a certain wage. Uh, there's a lady recently, uh, this is all happening through TikTok, so maybe we need more <laughs> Discord communities or something. Um, but a lady ended up for a temporary period, had to do the job of four people. And when I'm saying temporary period, less than 90 days. And um, about day 50 or something, she, she demanded a raise and a promotion because she was doing the work of four people. Well, they hired five people. Um, so that way that even her, she could split up her duties and stuff. And they gave her a small raise, but they didn't give her, you know, what she was asking for. And so she quit her job because she wasn't getting paid. She wasn't getting paid the wage that she thought she deserved. Yeah. And I guess I'd look at it and I understand like, yes, all of us want to get paid more or very few of us don't want to get paid more um, for doing whatever we're already doing. But I'm looking at like, wow, they gave you four or five more employees to divvy up the work. So they're actually helping reduce your stress. That seems like a really cool thing. <laughs> you are still getting a raise and you're doing less work. I don't understand the problem <laughs> mm -hmm. other than if you're, you're selfish or something. And, I, and maybe this is why this part won't get included or something. <laughs> we're like, nope, we're just going to call this a wipe, Mike. <laughs> well, that uh, advantage of being in, in a free market economy, both for jobs and labor, is that you can uh, tell your company to go kick rocks and leave your job if you're not happy with it. Oh yeah. I, I don't necessarily, I mean, there's been definitely jobs I've quit without having a job in place, but I also, if, if I've accepted a salary, unless it's a contract term kind of thing, I, I have a hard, I have a hard time. Someone's like, no, I now realize I was worth more. So I want to just kind of scrap the whole contract. Um, and if you don't scrap it, then I just won't work. And I'm like, huh. but you, um, but you agreed to it. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, I've, I've had this discussion and I've been on both sides of it as both the employer um, or manager and as the employee who has outworked my contract, so to speak. But I never, maybe that's just part of me being old or something. I don't, I feel like if I've done a contract that says, hey, for the next six months, this is the wage you're going to make. Um, 
and it really doesn't matter what you do above your job level. If you, this is what we're asking of you. And as long as you hit that, you're going to make your money. But if you do more than that, we're not going to pay you more money. We're not going to, um, we're not going to increase your salary um, for that same period of time. After that six months, we'll reassess. And if you're happy with our reassessment, then we'll make a contract based on that. Um, I, I don't understand why that's hard for people or why they think like, especially if they say in the contract, Hey, we're not going to pay you more. <laughs> this is your, this is your wage for this time period. Well, yeah, I, you know, in this example that you use, I could see a scenario where um, they they were doing so many other people's jobs for so long that they probably wanted to be at least acknowledged for that. And just hiring other people to take over the job doesn't really necessarily, I think, pay someone back for stuff like that. Well, I mean, she got a raise too, so. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not sure where, where I come on this. Like I've, I've always found that even if there's not necessarily op opportunities to make more like variable compensation in the business that you're in, like I've always found when I'm in those positions that there's a lot of other opportunities to learn other things in the business. So like, if you're really good at your job, you can have your boss introduce you to other people and be like, Hey, you should let me do some of this work for you so I can learn it. And yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this isn't a controversial enough topic for <laughs> energy and finance. Um, I, 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 and we, maybe we agree too much on it. <laughs> well, like I understand why people would be frustrated. And I also don't really understand, like there's a lot of people that are just super apathetic about their job. And, um, even if I'm doing stupid shit, excuse my language, but like, if it, like I'm shoveling gravel or something like that, mm -hmm mindless. I'd still like to like use some brain power in it and try to do it as good as possible. Right. Sufficient manner. So. Yeah. And maybe that's part when we're both similar age. So maybe our context of, well, and, we, and we're talking also as people who have started businesses or um, definitely are definitely pro entrepreneurship and stuff. And there's no such thing as a 40 hour week <laughs> as an entrepreneur. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at least not initially. Maybe you can eventually get the time down and stuff. Um, I've noticed that it's mostly people who are under the age of 30 um, and uh, maybe mid 20s. It seems to be a sweet spot for it. And I'm for probably, I guess I'll look quiet, quiet quitting. Yeah, for this quiet quitting to be really, that's really hitting the stuff. I mean, I've, um, I, mean, I read it and I'm like, okay, so you left your work at the time that your shift ended. What's the problem? And they're like, <laughs> well, our boss is yelling at us for, um, like they're expecting us to stay for a meeting on Friday. Um, that's going to release at five 30 and I get off at five. 
And I'm like, okay, so now, I mean, if you're an a-hole about it, then it doesn't really matter what the situation is. But if you stay that 30 minutes is, are they going to make you, are they going to at least allow you maybe to come in late the following Monday? Did you ask that? Oh, I didn't ask that. You know, I mean, that's, that's kind of, the, that's kind of the vibe I get. It's just like, um, they're wanting me to stay a little bit late. And I, I guess whenever I've asked my employees to stay late, I'm always, I've always kind of told them like, Hey, um, I need you to stay late tonight. If you want to make that time up or whatever, we can definitely do that because we don't really give comp time or whatever. Um, and we definitely don't want to do overtime. Um, okay. So um, it's kind of like, um, yeah, if you, or if you want to take a longer lunch or I'll let you leave early another day or something, you know, just kind of a, um, I appreciate the fact that you're willing to stay tonight um, and handle the situation. And half the time they're like, Oh, we don't care. You know, we don't mind staying 15, 20 minutes late. Um, so I'm also wondering like the kind of environment that's being created in this workforce that maybe it has nothing to do with the hours, but it's just that they're already in a job that they don't like. And, I, and you kind of hinted at that earlier um, because if it's a dream job and they're asking you, I, I guess I've never, I, I, that, 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 that's what, I guess that's what's so frustrating to me. I can't imagine a professional athlete. And I know it's athletics are different and stuff, but I can't imagine a professional athlete um, saying that, well, Football practice ended at 5.30, so I'm not going to do anything football-related until our next practice. Uh, I mean, you can do that, and yeah. um, even I didn't do that, but and I, I've never made it past high school football, but I can't imagine somebody expecting to play in the NFL that's not willing to do the extra work necessary to get there. Um, though I did read about a basketball player that um, he decided to – not play with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in their Miami heat years because he wanted to keep eating Oreo cookies and they had a low fat policy. Like you had a, you couldn't have higher than a certain percentage of body fat to play with the heat at that time. <laughs> and he's like, Nope, I like my Oreos too much. <laughs> that's like hilarious. And I'm like, well, at least he's consistent, I guess. Um, that's one reason why he'll probably never be in the Hall of Fame. Because um, yeah, he was a really good player uh, before that. Who was this? Uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Oh, yeah. He, nice. Yeah, he played for the Pacers during when the Pacers were really, really good. Yeah, the finals he was a couple great. Times. And then um, he eventually made it to the Heat. And the year – he played the year before LeBron got there. And they offered him a contract, but he had to keep like a 9% body fat or something. And he said, I have Oreos in my home. I'm not clearing those out. <laughs> <laughs> That's but again, he, he accepted the cost of like, he knew that he couldn't have both ways. So I get that. Like if you choose something and you understand the cost is here, but, um, but he knew all the, he knew the risk and the reward, you know, it's, Maybe this is just, this feels like it's going to be deleted <laughs> because it, it maybe everybody's like, why are they talking about this? I guess if you're, if you're a boss, don't be a jerk to your employees. <laughs> well, I think, I, I, I think like the type of people that probably do this aren't necessarily going to be your A performers. Yeah, that's. And I guess that's the thing I'm always, I'm always surprised that people respond to these things and will make comments left and right. And I'm like, well, do we even know if they were doing their job? 
Well, um, if, like, if if you're really a, a performer, you can negotiate some sort of thing with your your company. Yeah, I mean, I I, I guess I've always heard about. No, I've had bad bosses, but I've always heard about these companies that are bad and stuff, and that they're so oppressive and suppressive, and I've never seen it. You know, I. I know they're out there because I don't think that everybody just made this up out of nowhere. But um, as you said, you know, I, there's other jobs out there and I've had a pretty rocky job history for, before I found a couple stability places of stability. Um, But I was also literally getting pay raises at those same jobs every six months because I exceeded standards. Every single job I had, except for two, Plumbing installation apprentice. I was not good at that at all. <laughs> <laughs> the only job I've ever gotten laid off out in my life. That's fine. <laughs> and they made the right decision by laying me off because I was horrible and I did and <laughs> I it was gonna take me too long to catch on to it. Um and the investment they would have made just taking me to the hospital every other week <laughs> would have been horrible. Uh, I worked That's that hilarious. job for three months and I think I literally went to the hospital or emergency room like ten times. No way. That's a hor- horrible record. <laughs> and part of it is just because of the, the nature of installation and being a big guy. It's not um, it's yeah. not easy getting down low and everything all the time. Um, totally. But yeah, I, I, so like, I kind of, I kind of feel like the, the reason I make so much money per hour is because of the stuff that I do that, I don't get paid for basically. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like there's opportunity in almost everything either to like grow up in a job or get out and find something else. So I don't really judge people for not, not caring. I just, you know, like I think the people that kind of have that mindset are going to be stuck perpetually. Yeah. And I think that's why it's frustrating to me is because it's, and the idea of hypocrisy always has been intriguing to me, but one of my professors used to say, well, there's no such thing as a hypocrite because I mean, yes, technically they're hypocrite, but most people say things because they want people to like them. And so it's not because they actually believe what they're saying, but they're like, well, I don't want Matt to think bad about me. So I'm going to say something that I think that he'll respect me more. And then he finds out that I'm doing the exact opposite <laughs> because that's who I really am. Um, yes. I like to say I like fine art, but really just give me Ren and Stimpy. You know? <laughs> um, and someone will say like, Oh, I consider Ren and Stimpy fine art. Good for you. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love fine art. Um, uh, and I guess I, I, I look at it similar to you because I've, I've had both employees and coworkers. Um, I've had coworkers and this guy still works for the state um, drives me crazy because he complains about how he doesn't get paid enough. He doesn't get paid enough. They um, in 2018, I'm not saying there's other things at play, but the state of Oklahoma gave a 3% raise to all their workers. And um, his first response was, that's not a big enough raise for me to continue doing the work that I agreed to start doing like 10 years ago. And That's like, fair enough. I'm like, so you took the job, to, like your job hasn't changed at all in 10 years. You haven't increased your responsibility at all. You've always been a crappy worker. 
<laughs> like crappy, like um, not just how much you've turned in, but the sloppiness and stuff. And then they give you a raise and your only response is when they're not giving me enough to do the amount of work that I'm already doing. So now you're going to do even less work for more money <laughs> and still at the same standard of, you know, crappiness. Um, and I'm just like, why would they give you more money whenever you've shown them not to be a good worker? Well, I know my value. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and then I've had an employee in the past uh, who thought that they deserved their skills, their resume. Like, so I had a long history of working multiple jobs. And I understand, like, I didn't stay at one place long enough, but if a job paid me double my salary to do basically the same thing, I jump for it. And, <laughs> you know, I, it's like, I'm, I, I won't even apologize for it. When you're getting four twenty-five an hour and someone's like offering you eight bucks. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to jump for it. And, um, I don't care that I was only working at that first job for two months. <laughs> um, I'm a teenager. I've got bills to pay, man. 16 years old. Got to fill that gas tank with the, um, 88 cent per gallon gasoline. <laughs> um, but I had an employee who once, uh, she had no job history. Um, and if, if you thought she was 25, which a lot of people did, you're like, Oh, well that's, under that's understandable. But when you find out that she's like a year younger than me, um, she had four jobs that she like allegedly in her whole job history, uh, plus some military, but she had been gone from the military for over 15 years at this point, no disabilities. Um, and she never had a job for more than three months and she had four jobs and I was actually trying to help her get a better job because, uh, she wasn't, we weren't a good match for me as a boss and her as an employee. <laughs> so I'm trying, you know, I'm spending time like trying to help her refine her resume, um, calling in connections and stuff, trying to help her out. And, um, I'm like, so what skills do you have? Oh, well, I'm good at everything. <laughs> okay. Well, what proficiencies have you accomplished in these four jobs, including the one? Well, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> if you were those things, I wouldn't be helping you with your resume right now <laughs> because you would have already been hired by these groups that you're trying to get on with. Um, <laughs> and she had such a poor work ethic. Like when she worked, she was the best worker I had. Like, and easily one of the best workers ever, but she'd only work like two hours, two hours of her eight hour day. Mm. And then, um, she'd spend two hours making fun of another person, um, for being slower, but so he might have to take three hours to do the same work she did in two hours, but he also worked for six to seven hours a day, as opposed to her two hours a day. And then she just disappeared for four hours a day. You're, you're just a hater. I am a hater. Um, <laughs> And in fact, that same guy, he, uh, uh, and I, and I won't lie. This podcast has actually helped me talk to him about some other stuff. Um, he's getting into real estate and he's taking, he's studying when we have downtime. He, he studies for his real estate license. Um, he's learning terms and stuff. So we literally have discussions, um, based off some of the stuff we've talked about on this podcast. Cool. Um, and we talk about like, things that I'm very uneducated in, but like IRAs and ERAs and BPAs and I'm making up letters combinations. Mm -hmm. um, 
But um, he's like, so is it true that you should invest everything into life insurance and all this kind of stuff? I'm like, yeah, I am not a financial planner. So, hmm. <laughs> but he's trying to better himself. He takes LinkedIn learning courses, you know, on the side uh, when there's time. Um, he works as hard as he's able. He's not necessarily the best worker in the world, but he works hard. And um, um, he gives me a good six to seven hours out of every eight hour workday. So <laughs> I'm proud of him. You know? If you would like to learn more about the New Next Podcast, find us at thenewnextpodcast.com, where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, or rate us with five stars. 